trend we're on. This is the Let's Talk Cheer podcast, and I'm your host, Jason Larkin. Where we talk cheer, we talk life, and we talk whatever comes to mind. Five, six, seven, eight, let's get started. Turn it up and tune in into Let's Talk Cheer with Jason Larkin. We're talking cheer, we're talking like you know we're always talking. So listen up, you boy, I'm about to go all in. Five, six, seven, eight, we're on. Let's begin. This is episode number 25. Not sure if there's going to be a 26. Actually, I'm pretty sure there's going to be a 26 because we've already recorded it. But anyway, thank you for joining. Great episode we have for you guys. Today we have on Jeff Miller, the executive director of the NACCC. Now, I know a lot of you old school cats know exactly what the NACCC is, but if you're new to the industry, this might be something brand new to you that you don't know. But Jeff and I are going to talk all about what the NACCC is, its goals, how coaches can get involved to help change the industry and make a positive impact here. But before we do that, right now is your opportunity to smash that like button. Literally right now, hit the like button, help support the channel, help this get out to as many people as possible, especially if you like the episode. And definitely if you're first time, don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss episode number 26 or any other future episodes. But anyway, without further ado, my conversation with Jeff Miller. All right, guys. So today, as I said in the intro, we have Jeff Miller, the executive director of the NACCC. I'm sure lots of you coaches have heard the buzz about the NACCC coming back. I'm sure all of you nosy parents want to know exactly what the NACCC is. So we have Jeff here and he's going to tell us all about it, the things they've got going on in the works and just, you know, kind of the future of of the group. So, Jeff, thanks for coming on, man. Well, thank you for the invitation. Uh, this is uh, very exciting for me um, to be able to introduce this to, to those people that are not aware of what the NACCC is. Uh, it's going to be a great day, and I'm looking forward to getting all the information out. Yeah, it's going it's gonna, to it's gonna be good. I started seeing the questions on ASGA, and it's always oh, doing these, these FAQs. Now that, that's perfect. Like People need to know like what it is, what's going on, that it's coming back and what, you know, kind of the goals are for the NACCC. And I said, this this is a perfect, you know, platform for that. Let's have him on the podcast. He can talk about it. We could share with our audience and hopefully um, it gets the word, you know, out even more and people can join, you know, the movement and, you you know, try to contribute. Yeah, for sure. And try to help, you know, we, you know, we all got into this industry wanting to help athletes and, and, and wanting to see this industry become even better than what it is currently, right? Um, so I think this is, you know, coaches who have their hearts in the right place. This is something that they should totally get involved in. But let's start with, um, I, I, I'm stuck. Should we start with who is Jeff Miller? Or should we start with what is the NACCC? Um, let's... <laughs> Uh, let's start with the NACCC because I really All don't right. like talking about myself that much. But, <laughs> All right. So um, what is the NACCC? NACCC, uh, its origins uh, are actually back from 2003. And there was 50 of us that were invited to Atlanta that uh, to get together and figure out some issues that were going on with our industry. Back then. And this is 50 uh, coaches. 
50 coaches and yep. or gym owners. Yep. And we met and it was it wasn't like there was a whole let's put it this way, there was no social media to get it out, anything else. Mm-hmm. It was by phone call and we were invited and I think everybody who was invited showed up. Mm-hmm. And the reason we met was of uh, the issues that were going on, and they weren't major issues, but it was a made it difficult. Was most event producers had their own score sheets, yep, and had their own set of rules. Mm-hmm. So we were having to redo routines. Where you may have gotten first place at a competition on Sunday, mm-hmm. but you had to completely redo redo your routine, whether because of the legalities uh for your next competition or because the score sheet was completely different Mm -hmm. you had to make changes so obviously that would make it very difficult because you imagine redoing your routine every single week we know and and i remember i was an athlete at that time 100 percent athlete at the time and we would go from competition you know we're going to usa this weekend and usa didn't allow double fulls like so we had to take out all the double fulls and you know and that's a simple change um, but I mean, there was like pyramids and grips that we'd have to change when we went to, you know, this competition, this competition. And, um, yeah, so I remember being an athlete having to change our routine, you know, based on what event we were going to, not to give us a competitive advantage, just to make sure that we were legal. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was, I mean, it, it, that not only was it difficult to change the routines, but it also you're talking about safety issues when you're talking mm-hmm. about, uh, changing the pyramids, changing your stunts. And you're only getting a week or two to redo those. Mm-hmm. So we got together and that was our main focus. We did talk about a lot of different things, but that was our main focus. And, and real quick, who's some of these uh, other gym owners and coaches that are invited to? Um, well, my wonderful wife, Diana, of course, was there with me. But yep. uh, Elaine Pascal, uh, Jamie mm-hmm. Parrish. Yep. Um, Kristen and Victor Rosario. So we have World Cup, um, Georgia All-Stars, Top Gun. Yep. Top Gun. But it was a very diverse group mm-hmm. of people. Those are the people that were, were, they were in charge at the time. And they mm-hmm. were the ones who actually got us together. Uh, but we had uh, gyms from all over the United States that literally from a call showed up. And yep. that was... It was a proud moment for us as gym owners and um, coaches that we could come together so quickly and sit down at a very large table, uh, start rooting out the rules that we wanted, that we thought were going to be fair and appropriate uh, for our industry. And uh, those were tweaked by fantastic intelligent uh experts and by the end of the weekend we did have event producers were invited they weren't in on those kinds of conversations but they were invited and we introduced what we thought were the rules that we should have Mm -hmm. and the great news was is they adopted them uh we at that point in time we it began basically one set of rules and it uh, obviously was a huge change uh, for our industry and for all coaches and kids out there. So it was a it was a great weekend. Very proud of it. Yep. Yeah. All right. So NACCC, what does it actually stand for? Well, what let's say what did it stand for the, the first time? Uh, the first time it was the uh, National All Star Cheer Coaches Congress. 
There we go. And uh, just a little more background on that is it was started uh, by uh, the people that I was talking about earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, and they ran it, but they were also trying to run that along with their own gyms and it made it very difficult. Mm-hmm. So uh, the USASF actually took it over uh, back in 2012, I believe it was. Mm-hmm. And uh, they did keep it going for a little bit, but ended up um, dissolving it at that point in time. Uh, so I have been t- in conversation with the USASF about releasing it the name to us and they are all they were all for it but after having conversations with coaches that uh and the way our our long-term goals are we have changed the acronym to north american cheer coaches congress the reason is is eventually we want to and i'm not going to be in charge of all these <laughs> this is not my that's not my long term goal but it would be great if we had an international cheer coaches congress mm-hmm. where we had a section from canada had a section from australia from england and but it also uh it focuses on the people that we are uh, want to pay attention to at the moment is our north american coaches but we're also uh not looking at just all star anymore we want to incorporate the high school coaches. We want yeah. to incorporate the college coaches. We want to incorporate the the sport cheer, acro, and stunt, yep. and get them all involved together. So, because we do affect each other, and just I'm I'm can't wait to get everybody in the same room to see how much we can learn from each other. Yeah. So it's no longer just all star. We're we're bringing in all the cheer coaches. There we go. All right, so I yeah. want to get to this question, but I got I got to go back to the original, Jeff Miller. Okay. Who are you, man? <laughs> okay, um, I am a very blessed person. Is what is who I am. There you go. I I was uh, one of the neat little facts about me. About me was I was at the very first cheer competition that had the words "all star" attached to it. Oh, there we go. Yeah, uh, it was 19, yeah, October 1987, uh, Lake Highlands High School, Dallas, Texas. Mm-hmm. And back then, there were no spring floors. We actually competed on the wood floor of the, of the basketball court. Yeah. And I have been blessed to actually be in it from the beginning. Um, and because of that, I have I've seen everything that our industry has gone through, good, bad, uh, hard, easy, um, all those types of things. Mm-hmm. Um, I met my wife through uh, cheer and we ran our business together. I, since I, I mean, I've been coaching uh, all-star since 1987. I actually started coaching gymnastics back in 1980. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I've been a coach my whole life uh, and I wouldn't change it a bit. Um, people do ask, well, then why'd you get up, get away from the gym? I still love coaching. I, I will always be a coach, Mm -hmm. but it was a time that, um, a couple of my staff, they were ready to take over and that was the perfect time for them and for Mm -hmm. me, but a little about me. And these are the parts I really don't like talking about is, um, I mean, I've received a few awards over the years, um, 
Game owner of the year, I mean, 2010. Game owner of the year. I share that with my wife. Um, that And that's why that one's very special to me. It's not the fact that I'm the gym owner of the year. Mm-hmm. is that we are the gym owners of yeah. the year that year. Um, it was it was a beautiful experience for both of us to be able to do that. Uh, I am part of the uh, USASF Hall of Fame. I'm there part we go. of the CETA, <laughs> uh, CETA Hall of Fame. Um, one of my favorite awards that I have is not really specific to me. It's specific mm-hmm. to my gym is that we were the very first, um, gym to win the, um, well, hold on one second. Oh, he's going to grab it. <laughs> yeah, it just happens to be sitting here. <laughs> oh, this old thing. <laughs> this old thing. It's a paperweight at the moment. Um, it's the chairman's cup. There we go. That, uh, it was the very first one, and it was had to do with uh, community service mm-hmm. uh, that a gym had gone above and beyond. And my gym that year, we raised I think sixty seven thousand uh, yeah. dollars for cancer research, mm-hmm. uh, for children's research, for a local charity called Heroes for Children. We had fifty eight. Um, athletes, moms, sisters, and friends, uh, cut their hair and donate it. Okay. Yeah. Um, at the end of the year, it was an amazing experience for me and for my gym, but that's one of my most, one of yeah. the things I'm most proud of for sure. Um, but I've been top 25 most influential people a couple of years. Um, but all that means is I'm old and that I've got to experience a lot. That's yeah. all that means. Hey, it sounds like to me that you are an OG. So you, you <laughs> there we go. I, That's you am, I, I am officially an OG. And fact, <laughs> I think I'm the only one left from back that far back. There you go. So, all right. So, yeah. so, but I mean, all seriousness, th- that means that you are the right person for the, for this position, right? To, you know, with the wisdom um, and experience that you have, and you might yeah. not say it, but I will say, I, I will say that with your wisdom and experience and being able to see things um, from your point of view and watching the way the industry has changed over the years, um, right, the perfect person for this position and to try to guide, you know, a new generation, a couple new generations of coaches to, you know, to kind of rally these voices together that's, and make it cohesive goal. yeah yeah um and it's I don't, I don't know if i'm the perfect person but i i do have that wisdom i've done everything in this industry i've i started off with as a small program i had 12 kids of course back then there was only one division um <laughs> but that i mean 12 kids that was it um started my own program uh, that's when I actually worked for a gymnastics gym. But the next year I started, I had started my program with 12 mm-hmm. kids. Yep. And so I'm, I'm a small gym. I grew to a large gym, uh, maxed out around 365 uh, yeah. all-star athletes. And so I've been small. I've been large. I've judged nationally and internationally. And um, I actually ran my own competition mm-hmm. for a while. And it was just a, a local, 
little local competition, but we had 160 teams at it. Yeah. Uh, did it at the Dallas Convention Center. And so I've uh, I've seen it all. And like I said, it's it, I've just been lucky enough to be able to do that. Yeah. There uh, we go. All right. So the NHCC, I kind of said this um, before, but it is it's really a collection of coaches who, you know, kind of put their input in on the industry and yep. then say, hey, kind of this is we would like the, the industry is going left right now and we want it to go right or it's going right. And we want it to go left. Is that kind of. Yep. That's exactly what, uh, what we want is mm-hmm. I want the coaches. I mean, I have a whole bunch of ideas of what I want mm-hmm. to do, but that's not my goal. My goal is to lead it where the coaches want it to go. Mm-hmm. And for that to happen, I have to have the coaches input. Yeah. Um, I have to have their opinions. I have to have their guidance. Um, that is the most important thing to me is knowing exactly. And I've been in contact with a lot of people over the past six weeks or so, um, and trying to get all that input. But the main thing is I'll, I'm not sure if this will come out before next week. Um, but I'm getting together a meeting in September mm-hmm. in Atlanta that, uh, September 17th and 18th. Uh, the hotel deadline's next week. So I'm hoping everyone will get see this beforehand. If not, that's okay. But I want everyone, I want as many people there as possible so that we can mm-hmm. sit down together, discuss our goals, um, collaborate on our goals, argue over our goals if we mm-hmm. need to. But in the end of that weekend, that we have a solid direction of where we want this uh, group to go, where yeah. we want to influence. Um, I have been working on something already, um, because there, every person I've talked to, and there was so much on social media this past year. And when I put out an original, um, survey, it all talked about judging transparency. Mm-hmm. And so I've been over the past couple of weeks, uh, talking with different event producers about judging transparency, what we would like to see. Mm-hmm. and um, I've gotten some really good feedback, but I've also gotten a lot of agreement with yeah. these uh, companies that there's there's really only one little issue, and I knew it was going to be a small issue, um, that uh, they are concerned about, mm-hmm. And but I also knew that was going to be one of the things yeah. that we'd have to work through together as coaches and uh, event producers. So real quick, what exactly is judges transparency? Judging transparency, what we're looking for is really how we got, not necessarily exactly how we got the score that we got, Mm -hmm. but more of, let's say, um, say you're at a two-day competition. Mm -hmm. And on day one, at the end of the day, you've got your placement, you're sitting third and you know, you look at your scores your scores look normal you're good to go for the next day well you wake up the next morning and then there's a new list out and you're suddenly fourth or fifth mm-hmm. and you don't know why yeah that someone's scores were changed and most likely there was it was there's a good reason i'm not saying there was anything bad going on behind the curtain or anything like that 
you know, it might have been that they got didn't get credit for something that they threw or something like that. So I'm not saying that there's anything bad going on, but you don't know why you got pushed a fifth. It would be great that if we were informed, you know, before the day started on day two, hey, scoring has changed in the small junior three. Here's the new mm-hmm. order. The reason was this score and this score were changed because of this. Not yep. that they were just changed, but why they were changed. Yep. Okay. Um, also, the um, the one that was kind of I knew would be a little bit of an issue would be the uh, who is judging us. Mm-hmm. And we would like to know what are their credentials, um, you know, those types of things. That is one of the bigger issues uh, because number number one, judging can change up to the last minute. Yep. Uh, you know, you could have a panel set and somebody gets sick and it's completely, you know, the panel's going to yep. change. Um, so that's obviously one of the issues. One of the issues that I have brought up is I'm more concerned that, believe it or not, there are some coaches out there that are not always reasonable. Mm-hmm. And if they find out that, you know, Joe Smith is the judge that uh, gave him a lower score on their stunt score than usual, and they decide to blame him, mm-hmm. well, that's going to blow up the internet. You know, or, yeah. or that person could blow up the internet. Um, and so those are the issues there that I'm more concerned about. Mm-hmm. Um, other things that are involved with that, it would be a universal score sheet. That's a long-term goal, obviously. Mm-hmm. There are some people that are working on that, but the interesting thing is, is there's several different <laughs> groups that want theirs to be the universal mm-hmm. score sheet. And Don't we all? That <laughs> is, yeah. Um, and you know, my suggestion is mainly with them is when I see the people that are working on these score sheets, is they're highly knowledgeable people. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm not saying anything different. And, and I mean, a lot of them are my friends and they're brilliant people. Mm-hmm. But the universal score sheet that we need is one that works for mini level one all the way through the world's teams. Yep. And it's got to be a con- something that's consistent mm-hmm. that we can all work with, um, that can offer all the different opportunities to the kids to grow. Mm-hmm. And but that when we all at the end of the day, we understand how we got our scores. Yep. And um, that we know that the next week that our score should be, if we have a similar routine, going to be very similar. Yep. Um, you know, there are groups that are out there that want to do a comparison scoring mm-hmm. that, uh, each week you're going to be compared directly to the person, uh, in your division. If that's the case, and I don't have a problem with that one. I don't have a problem with re- really and truly. I don't have a problem with many of the score sheets that are out there. We're, we're mm-hmm. getting back to the little bit of the wild west. I think there's five different score sheets this year, mm-hmm. um, different groups doing their own thing. And it, um, as long as it's consistent, I think that's, that's the main thing. Yeah. But it's also, uh, there are score sheets out there that are easy to do for the judge, but it doesn't offer a lot of creativity for the, uh, choreographers and the coaches. Yep. Mm-hmm. 
which I would love to see added in. But like I said, that's my opinion. Mm-hmm. And I want the I want the rest of the coach's opinion. So not just it's not just about me. For sure. Yeah. And I'll um, say this as a coach. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Well, I, I've said this as a as a coach on on the podcast before. What I and you said it, you know, not too long ago. What I'm looking for is a score sheet where I understand the score that I got. I understand how the judges got there. Yeah. And that when I compete the next weekend, it's a very similar score. Because with right. consistency, I'm able to make adjustments and put the team in a better position to succeed. Right. Right. Um, but yeah. So anyway, but. Um, well, and there is uh, one other little thing. And this, most of the competition companies do this one already, but mm-hmm. evidently there's still some that aren't is a uh, scoring comparison summary at the end of the, the event where mm-hmm. you know, not only do you know where you got you placed, yep. but you know how you sat next to the other four teams, five mm-hmm. teams, instance, and so on and so forth. And that's one of the I, most I mean, valuable things. I can't believe that some don't. I remember Spirit Sports <laughs> was like the first one I saw doing it. And I was yeah. like, oh, this is so cool that I get, I know where they beat me at. I see that they beat me in standing yeah. tumbling. Okay, now I yeah. guess we got to step up our standing tumbling when before it was just a score. I just know that they beat me by, you yeah. know, a point or whatever. And I go, okay, well, I don't know where that point came from. So exactly. that, yeah, that's an awesome one. And I mean, I'm amazed with you that people still aren't doing that. Uh, mm-hmm. I think, I don't, I don't have 100% proof, but I'm the first person that I know of that did it is when my wife and I did our competition. Mm-hmm. Uh, was, I mean, we're talking way back when, when we did this. And at the end mm-hmm. of the competition, I brought all the coaches in and handed them a manila envelope. Mm-hmm. Now, this is, this is how long ago it was it's yeah. because <laughs> emails weren't even, I mean, they were a thing, but not like they are now. Yeah. And I handed them a manila envelope with a printout, Excel, an Excel printout of everybody's scores yep. at the competition. Mm-hmm. And you know, I mean, the way we ran our competition was we're coaches. What did we want to see at our, at a competition we go to? Yep. And we did that. And that was one of the things way back when that, uh, yeah. So that was the start of that. So, but that was 20 years ago. I'm, I really am amazed that people aren't, you know, doing that. That's the easiest Mm -hmm. thing out there. Yeah, Yeah. for sure. There you go. So, um, NHCCC, starts 50 coaches it gets absorbed yeah. by the usasf usasf yeah. has has it for a while um then they kind of stopped running it putting energy into it or wherever the case right. may be um it's back now so how does it come what's the origins of it coming back uh well i was i guess this was back all the way in march um i was approached uh, by uh, Tate Chalk, mm-hmm. and he had he was looking into because uh, he thought it, that in a triple C was an amazing thing back in the day. Mm-hmm. Uh, even as a uh, the owner president of Infinity, he saw all the great things that we did back then. Yep, and he wanted to he wants to see the glory and amazement of what we used to be yep be achieved again and so he had been going around interviewing different people talking to different people and to ask them hey do you want to do this and they're like no 
uh, I'm too busy, but if this is going to happen, you need to, evidently a bunch of them said, you need to get me, get Jeff Miller. Mm-hmm. Yep. And uh, thank you to all those people that suggested for Tate to contact me. Um, so Tate contacted me and we'd gone back and forth several times. Mm-hmm. And uh, we decided that we definitely need to go forward with this. Mm-hmm. And uh, just to let to be uh, complete, honest uh, and transparent, since we expect our judges to be, um, Tate is uh, funding this at the moment. The he has no board seat. There's no one in the company that has a board seat. There's anything like that. He is strictly a financier, and he and I do have an agreement that um, it has to be run by the coaches, mm-hmm. straight up. Only co- only coaches, only gym owners, and that's yep. the way he wants it too. Matter of fact, he wants us to become so autonomous that he does not have to write a check. Yeah, that's his goal. And to and his reasoning is is when the coaches were in charge and we could influence our uh, industry, that's when it was at its best. Mm-hmm. And he wants to bring that back. Yeah. And it was a it is a um, you know, he wants to see that free market system. He wants to see the gyms grow and he knows that for our gyms to grow the coaches and the gym owners need to be completely involved so we can Mm -hmm. steer the ship on how we can grow our business. So if our business grows, so will the EPs. So will the, uh, the, uh, infinity rebel varsity, they'll all rising tide helps all ships. Yeah. If we grow, they grow. And that's, um, but he is actually being very, very unselfish with this, uh, but because he just wants to see us back in our glory days. Yep. All right. So we have let's and just to clear things up for yeah. our n- not as well versed in the audience. So uh, Tate Chalk, owner, CEO, Infinity. Right. Yes. I'm sure that most kids or lots of kids wear Infinity cheer shoes. Um, My daughter thought they were always magic. Yeah, right. I need my infinities. So we have uh right. So infinity um financing it right now. Um yeah. it so any triple C is no longer a part of the USASF being financed yeah. by Infinity, which is probably varsity's biggest rival to cheer shoes, which leads me to your first FAQ. Yeah. Is this group an anti-varsity, anti-USASF group? Absolutely not. This is not an anti-anybody group. Mm-hmm. This is a coach, gym owner, positivity group. Yep. Um, there is that Pro industry. Thing. Yeah, for the in, it's for the industry. It's for yep. our kids. Um, there is no anti-anybody. For us to move forward, we have to be able to work together, not attacking any other group. And I do, Mm -hmm. there are other groups out there right now that are trying to do different things, but it is, my suggestion to them would be, is you've got to focus on bringing everybody together. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I've, I've talked with so many people already about the uh, transparency thing. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I've had people ask, well, are you going to be making demands? I don't make demands. Mm-hmm. I have conversations 
with you about the changes that need to be made. And I want to hear the opinions of other people mm-hmm. um, because you know what? I'm not perfect, but yeah. together we will be as a group. And it, uh, like I said, it's not an anti-varsity, anti-USASF, uh, and it's not a pro per company. It's pro mm-hmm. coaches, pro kids. Yep. There we go. All right. Um, I know I've, I've asked this question or not asked. We have gone over this a couple of times. But I want to give you the chance to answer it again, just in case um, there's something we left out. What are the goals for the NACCC? If there's anything that you left out as far as that is concerned. Yeah, the, the, the main goals. My main goal is to, like I said, guide us where the coaches want us to go. Mm-hmm. That what we need as an industry is what's going to be the most important thing to me. Whether it is um, some of the things that have been brought up, obviously, is the judging transparency. There is athlete safety. There has been um, everything from integrity brought up uh, that needs to be worked on. Um, D1, D2 breakdowns. Mm-hmm. Um, and just, you know what, I'm going to, let's come back to D1, D2 in just one second. Uh, yep. cause I do want to bring something up about that also, um, the rules scoring, all these types of things that we want to be able to influence is our goals, but it's got to come from the coaches. That's why I need those coaches there at that meeting is that's what we are shooting for is making our lives easier to make the kids' lives more enjoyable mm-hmm. and to benefit everybody in the end. Yep. There we go. All, All right. right. So what, what about this D1, D2 thing? Um, someone had brought this up a couple different times um, because, you know, people have said, well, is this just going to be a D1 big gym organization? Mm-hmm. That No, I, it can't be that way and us be successful Mm -hmm. it's got to be a gym organization not a large gym not a small gym not a micro gym not a mega gym a gym association yep now you know people are like well i don't know if i'm going to come because if it's just going to be a big gym thing it only can be a big gym thing is if the small gyms don't show up yep and vice versa If only small gyms show up and the large gyms are upset about it, you know, decision that was made by the group that was there, that's, you know, it's just the way the voting went. I mean, voting's voting. (laughs) If whoever shows up to vote is probably going to win the win. Mm -hmm. And so this is not a large gym, small gym. It is a gym organization. There we go. All right, so the meeting's coming up. Say the dates one more time, September. September 17th and 18th. If you're making plans to be there, uh, we will start on Friday at 1.30, and we will end on Saturday by 5 p.m. There we go. And where is that one more time? They can make some flight information around that. Uh, We're staying at the uh, Renaissance Waverly, beautiful Mm -hmm. hotel, stayed there last week. Uh, we got a beautiful conference room, and uh, but the hotel reservations have to be done by this Thursday. Yeah. So, 
And it's Atlanta? It's in Atlanta. There we yep. go. They need to contact me. Don't, they shouldn't, if they want to come and they are, uh, if they call the Waverly, make sure that if they call directly that they ask for our rate because we got a yep. really good rate for the mm-hmm. coaches. There we um, go. So they just need to ask for it or email me and I'll get them all the information. Okay. Um, last couple questions. Yeah. What needs to start, stop, and change in the industry? You know, uh, those are those are difficult questions to be honest with you because there's so much that uh, you know could go any direction. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, but the start is coaches take charge. The reason that we're doing this organization is we need to take charge of our own lives. We need to take charge and responsibility for our own gyms. Responsibility is a key one. That's a key one. Um, because you can always blame somebody else, but, uh, it's, uh, it's much easier. It's you're only going to get better when you quit looking to somebody else for your issues. And you're only going to get better when you take charge of your own issues and go forward with them and put them behind you. hundred percent. So that's, yeah, that's, uh, that's the main thing that needs to uh, start for me. The main thing that needs to stop is that there's got to be, I kind of touched on this a little bit already, is they, we got to quit taking sides. Mm-hmm. We can't, uh, going back to the D1, D2, we can't be a D1 only gets this and D2 gets that. It's got to mm-hmm. be one group. Yep. Um, and when it comes down to even the event producers, the more I, there are some, uh, groups getting together. And I think that's fantastic, uh, that they're, um, growing their businesses by bringing them all together. Mm-hmm. And, but there's also, it creates a little bit of a faction sometimes too. So if we can, as coaches, um, uh, if we can help, those event producers, whatever group it is, mm-hmm. um, and let them know what we want and need. I think if we all got together on that, it's going to make life easier for them and yep. easier for us. Cause when we did the original rules for those event producers back in the day, they were thrilled yeah. to be able to take that. They didn't argue with us on it. They were thrilled because they knew we were going to be happy mm-hmm. and they didn't have to, <laughs> The blame was off them. <laughs> One less thing they had to do for sure. One less thing they had to do. And they, it was, it was easy for them because we literally handed them a stack of papers mm-hmm. and it, it went forward from there. So really what, uh, of course, the other thing that needs to stop, or I don't know, it needs to start. Let's use this as a start. We have to start our main focus on the kids, mm-hmm. whether it is a, their training mm-hmm. or their mental well-being and their safety. And um, I'm lucky enough to be uh, good friends with uh, a friend of mine over in England. Uh, her name's Joey. She's a, one of the most amazing people, but she is, she is basically in charge of the UK mm-hmm. for 
children's safety in the cheer industry and it affects it all the way throughout the, uh, and the UK is so far ahead of us right now on, uh, athlete safety. It's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you haven't talked with her, I'd be glad to introduce you to her. She's amazing. Yeah, for sure. Uh, but we've got to focus on those kinds of things. And, um, you know what, the, when you're talking about mental health of these kids, yes, there are times you're going to get onto them coaches and that's okay. But if your go-to is yelling, Mm-hmm. You're not doing yourself a bit of good and you're not doing your athlete a bit of good. Mm-hmm. Use that sparingly. And that's just from an old man talking up. Yeah. <laughs> that's not an, in, in, that's not the NA triple C executive director. That is an old man. Yeah. That's done it for a long time. So yeah. What I've seen is coaches just need to develop more tools in their tool belt, you know? Um, Absolutely. Cause every, yeah, kind of, every kid needs to be coached differently. Mm-hmm. For sure. hundred yeah. percent. Yep. Um, I feel like we spent most of this podcast doing this, but it is a question I ask to all of our guests. Yes, sir. Um, but what is a rumor, myth, narrative that you feel needs to be debunked if we haven't debunked it already? Um, the main one I really wanted to debunk was the D1, D2 situation, mm-hmm. that this yep. is a coach's organization for everybody, mm-hmm. not just yep. one group. Um because that's what I've, I've gotten the most mm-hmm. as of late, uh, contacting people. Yep. Um, that is, that's the one I just want to let every coach out there that I am here for them. Yep. Um, you know, we have an amazing diverse, I think that cheerleading has the most amazing and most diverse set of coaches and athletes in the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. And I am looking forward to representing every single one of them. Mm-hmm. Um, and I hope they give me the opportunity. I hope they show up. I hope they contact me and let me do my best to help them. Yeah, there we go. All right. So yeah. the the conference is coming up here in September. Yeah. Um, let's say coaches can't make it to the conference, but they want to get involved. How else can they get involved? Main thing that they need to do uh, involvement wise is just contact me Yeah, because if they want to be a part of a committee, if they want to be a part of uh, those types of things and I can use them, I will use them. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I had a coach earlier today saying, Hey, I'm great at doing flyers and social media posts and mm-hmm. all different things. And I'm like, wow, I could, I could use that because yep. I'm, I'm doing most of it right now by myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm really looking forward to get these committees and board members together. <laughs> For um, sure, right? Yeah. And trust me, though, I'm enjoying it. Uh, mm-hmm. It's first thing in the morning, last thing before I go to bed. But that's not a problem. I was a gym owner for years. That's how mm-hmm. it's how you do it as a gym owner. Yep. And uh, but uh, just if they want to get involved, they just need to contact me. And where can they reach the, you at, Jeff? Uh, I do have a Facebook page. It's brand new. Uh, we are working on our um, website at the moment. That's one thing I'm not doing personally. And that's a good thing because I'm my background in that is zero to none. Right. Um, so it's being worked on, but it's uh, it's not on the front burner for the uh, person. They've got a lot of going on and I don't blame them uh, for not having it out, but it should be out soon. But the... Uh, Facebook page mm-hmm. is just NACCC members. Yep. That's all it is. Um, it is a public group. 
I will be starting an NACCC private members mm-hmm. that will be coaches only, coaches yep. and gym owners only. Okay. So, I mean, if some of your uh, fans out there that are parents, though, want to be on the other, absolutely. If they mm-hmm. want to see what's going on, what we're working on, um, there's not a whole lot up there right now, but there should be more, especially after we go to this conference. Yep. Uh, there should be a lot more uh, goals and direction. And, and if any of those parents, if they want to message me, I'll get back mm-hmm. with them. Yeah. Um, it's, uh, it's all, I, you know, I can't field questions of, you know, well, I heard this person did this, you know, things like mm-hmm. that. But if they have a situation, um, I'll do my best to see what I can do to help them out. There we go. Yeah. All right. So we have that the Facebook pages coming up and then do you want to share your email? Absolutely. Uh, J J Miller, J M I L L E R at N A C C C.com. There we go. Jeff, you have been a fantastic guest. Everyone make sure you get to the conference. Yeah, man, this is going to be great. And, um, you're welcome back anytime to talk about any upcoming events, projects, or, you know, anything we want to get the word out about. That would be fantastic. I appreciate it, Jason. This has been a lot of fun. Yeah, really for sure. Really a lot of fun. Thank you. No, it's great. Can't wait. Again, another huge shout out to Jeff and the NACCC. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Again, coaches, if your heart is in the right place, be sure to get involved and let your voice be her. We're here to make a positive impact on the industry. Shout out to Be More. Miss you tons. Can't wait to get you back. We have so much to catch up on. So if you miss Be More too, definitely subscribe so that you don't miss the next episode that she appears on. And um, you know what we do. Five, six, seven, eight. We're out.